Create an Unstoppable Life, episode 145. Create an Unstoppable Life is all about mindset for the high achiever to help you build a life of fulfillment and freedom. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a mindset and marketing coach and a family medicine physician. It's an honor to spend time with you today. Welcome back. It remains blazing hot here in Texas. Oh my goodness. (laughs) That's about what I have to say on that. It's so fun to be joining you again weekly and to introduce you to amazing people. And by amazing, I mean real people who have created and are continuing to create incredible lives and incredible offerings to others. One note, if you live in the Denver area, I'll be there at the end of July for the Coalition for Physician Wellbeing Conference. I'd love to meet you. So message me. Hello at georgemdcoaching.com. And now on with the show. Today's episode, motivation. We're going to look at it in a new way, from a new perspective, in a way that I'd never thought about it before. And we'll talk about what it is, where it comes from for many of us, and how to have more of it or how to have it more consistently. One of the things that I hear a lot, a lot, (laughs) as a coach and a human They have it better. They, you know, the other people, people you may know personally, people you may know from a distance, people essentially that make it look easy, whatever it is that they're doing, whoever it is that they're being, it looks easy on the outside. Notice that's just on the outside though. We really do nothing about their internal state and what they're actually feeling on the inside or what it actually takes to do what it is that they can do. But here's who they are and what they have, according to many high achievers. And again, they will put that in quotations. They wake up motivated. They have an easy time exercising. They have their day planned and executed flawlessly. They're clear. They're focused. They don't have any money worries. They're natural. They're naturally thin, naturally good with money, naturally connected with others. They have it all. You know them, right? Those people. Big smile. Here's the truth from meeting a lot of, quote, them on this journey of creating an unstoppable life. Here's who they really are. They are people who think the same thing about everyone else, like they have no idea that others are looking at them as though they have it easy or they're perfect. They have a human brain too and lots of emotions and some of the thoughts and feelings that they have are very demotivating. They don't wake up motivated. They accomplish amazing things even when they don't feel like it, and they criticize themselves for not doing it faster. (laughs) Did you know they are you? They are me. The way that you look at others and compare yourself to them, others are doing the same thing with you. Others are saying, look at them as you. So you are them. I am them. I run a 12-minute, 30-mile pace I remind myself that people who are driving by, passing by, that they're probably looking at me as though I make it look easy, that I'm a natural runner and I live to run and it's really no effort to be at this pace. There goes this distance and they probably think I wake up motivated. I'm their they. And again, you are too. You're their they. It's pretty amazing, right? Because here's what's happening on the inside. I ran three times this week. No motivation. No motivation to get up, no motivation to get going, 
And I used a lot of mind tricks, mind games, and distraction to keep going. Not an ounce of motivation. And the reason to keep going was having a sense that this is what I need to do. This is what's helpful for my body. This is what's going to improve my mood. Motivation, nowhere around me. (laughs) And I just have to laugh thinking about all the thoughts and all the feelings that went on during each of the three runs. Moving on to the definition of motivation, the state or condition of being motivated or having a strong reason to act or accomplish something. Tony Robbins talks about priming and a personal routine that he does every morning to improve his energy, improve his focus, get ready for the day. He may or may not wake up motivated. He doesn't rely on it. He gets moving. He essentially tells his mind and tells his body where they're going. So motivation is fun when it's present. Far too many of us are waiting for it to arrive. Like we're not starting or we don't, we start and then we just quit. As we think about the goals that we want, we're like, I'm not motivated. It must not be right. There's something wrong with me. We may even ask, what did I do wrong? Why am I not motivated? Did I choose the wrong goal? Is it too big? Is it something that's not going to happen? It's not realistic. That's what happens. So motivation, it's great when it's around, but it's not a requirement. It's not to move your life forward, and it's not an entitlement. You can create a full and complete life without motivation. Like you really can experience focus and clarity, alignment in what you do and who you're being. You can make things happen and stay in motion without motivation, or at least without motivation in the beginning. Because motivation is fleeting. It is subject to human emotions, and it easily leaves the room when judgment and comparison are around. It also leaves when we sit down and get comfortable. (laughs) Try sitting down at the end of the day and see how motivated you feel to get up and exercise. Or this one, clean up the kitchen, like this really messy kitchen, and see how motivated you are to cook. (laughs) Or how about eat a big lunch, and then see how motivated you are to go back to the afternoon clinic. This episode is to say that motivation requires nurturing, both for it to show up and for it to stick around. And it's also to say that motivation isn't free, and we'll talk about what it takes and what it costs. But first, let's cover what keeps it away. (laughs) You can imagine things like worry and stress and feeling anxious and not sleeping well, having relationships that are strained inadequately eating either the type of food or the amount of food, and it could go either direction, eating too much, eating too little, judging ourselves, comparing ourselves with others. And here's a big one, doing things that others want that don't align with what we want. Those all push motivation outside of our orbit. (laughs) They keep motivation away from us. And it makes sense, right? Those are things that are bringing us down, holding us back. So of course motivation isn't around. Like why would we be motivated to keep doing things we don't want to do or be motivated when we're stressed and worried? And it all goes together, right? It's like this auto repeat loop. We're stressed. We're anxious. We keep thinking about why we're stressed and what we're anxious about and worrying about it and not sleeping and then eating too much or too little and then judging ourselves that we should know better. We should do better. And then comparing ourselves with those people, you know, the ones that appear to have it all together. There's no room for motivation. 
There's nothing about this that's positive. And this is all being human. So I'm not picking on you and I'm not picking on me when we go into those cycles at his being human. And I remind myself, motivation isn't going to show up where it's not welcome, where there's not space for it. So if you aren't feeling motivated on a regular basis, one, you're human. And two, ask, ask yourself what you're feeling instead. What is the predominant feeling, the predominant emotion? What is your daily experience about? Like, what are you thinking about? Because then you're going to know what are the barriers to experiencing motivation? Here are two ideas to consider. Number one, motivation may not begin until after you start. Like you start and the motivation follows. And here's another idea. Number two, motivation may not show up until you're done. Like the action is complete. Then you feel motivated. It's not normal to think this way about motivation. Here is what's normal. To want it or expect it in advance and to rely on it to get started or to keep going. But what if instead it's actually a reward? A reward for overcoming inertia. To get off the sofa and exercise. To get off of social media and write a podcast script. (laughs) So consider, you don't need to wait for motivation, and you don't need motivation to get started or to keep going. It may arrive at some point. When it does, it'll be terrific. You can have a celebration. It'll meet you wherever you're at, whenever it comes. So far, we've defined motivation and talked about what blocks it or chases it away, and also introduced two ideas. One, motivation may not show up until after you start, and two, It may not show up until after you're done. And that's okay. Let's switch gears and talk about the conditions to encourage or nurture motivation. Remember we talked about having more of it or having it more consistently? There totally are things that we can do. That's the best news. There are things we can do to set the conditions to feel more motivated, to feel or experience more motivation before, during, or after. And when it doesn't show up, that doesn't mean we failed. So note that it is not a failure on your part if you don't feel motivated. We are simply looking at what can encourage it or nurture it to be more in our lives, more consistently, more regularly, more often. So here are eight ways. Number one, know your purpose and the purpose of your action. Why are you doing what you're doing? What do you envision is going to happen because of this? Like, what's your life going to look like? What's it going to feel like? Who are you serving by doing this? And how is this helping you towards your purpose or a greater purpose? How do you benefit personally and how do others benefit? These are all questions to get really clear because sometimes we're not motivated because whatever it is that we're doing or trying to do is completely out of alignment. It's something that we don't want to do. It's something that we don't see the benefits in. It's something that doesn't seem like it's going to contribute to a greater purpose or our personal purpose. So if there is no purpose for you, if it's not benefiting you, consider it's time to say no. Consider that it's actually stealing your motivation. It's stealing your time and your energy. That those two things can be put towards what you really want. 
And if you're overextended, because chances are you are as a high achiever, that's part of what we do. We overextend ourselves. It's really time to stop and separate each obligation, each expectation that you have of yourself. Separate it like laundry. Instead of like colors and whites and darks and all those things, you're going to separate it like this. This stays because I want it. This goes because I don't want it. This is everything else and I'm going to find a compelling reason to keep it. If there is no compelling reason or if I don't like the reason I come up with, it goes. How simple is that? Stays, goes, everything else with a compelling reason and then making a decision on it. Because the more you unload, the more room you make for motivation to show up and stick around. And the more you're doing things that are in alignment with your purpose or a greater purpose. So that's number one. Number two, make decisions in advance. You're going to be tired and rushed and not feel like it, but do it anyways, because you already decided that that's what you're going to do. If you're putting something in at a time that it simply doesn't fit, rethink it. So exercising right now at 5 PM in Texas, not recommended, not at all. So if that's the time that you have to exercise, it is time to rethink the location, the time, the type of exercise so that you get out and do it. You follow through on that decision you've made in advance. Number three, hold yourself accountable publicly. I said it, don't keep those internal goals, desires, standards, expectations to yourself. That means tell someone, tell them what you're doing, when you're doing it, how you're doing and follow up when it's complete. Because it's amazing when we speak, when we make a commitment, how much we work to honor that commitment that we've made. And when we're saying it out loud, we're making a commitment to ourselves that somebody can hear. Ideally, someone encouraging that's going to help us follow through on that commitment. Because chances are when the time comes, you're not going to want to do it. That's what happens to me. (laughs) And the goal is to get started and do it anyways. And have motivation meet you, meet me, wherever we're at. All right, here's number four. Write down your gains every day. Write them down. Don't put them in your head, but write them down. And the book, The Gap and the Gain, it talks all about this. It talks about the innate things that we do. It is innate or natural to look at the distance between where we're at today and where we want to be. That's called the gap rather than to look at the gains we've made to the distance between where we started and today, all the gains and lots of encouragement to measure your gains, to do it daily or do it weekly, no farther apart than that, either daily or weekly. So you can see how far you've come and you can see how much you've changed and you can see how consistent you've been towards your goal. And those gains really fuel momentum, which also fuels motivation. Number five, surround yourself with people who are growing and challenging themselves to become better. They want to get stronger, be fitter, be healthier, be a higher version of themselves, accomplish something, do something they've never done before. Be around those people because they get it and they'll understand you and they'll understand the tendency that all humans have to be like, nah, tomorrow, 
I'll start tomorrow. I'll get back to it tomorrow. Nope. When you're around people who are challenging themselves, they're going to say, wait a second, that's not who you are. You're not a tomorrow person. You're a today person because today is going to fuel tomorrow. Number six, move your body every day. Movement fuels creativity and it clears out the cluttered thinking and it's an opportunity to evaluate all the self-talk that is going on. And ultimately it improves mood and energy. So do it every day. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be something you don't want to do. It could be anything, anything that you're moving your body and you're taking in more oxygen and you're getting your heart rate up and you're doing something that in the moment may not feel great but do it anyways. Number seven, know someone who's done what you're striving for. And here's why. So they can tell you what it's really like. They can give you the insider scoop because there, when I was training for a marathon, there were all these things that I thought it was going to be both the training and the actual marathon itself. And when I spoke to people who have done it before, they could tell me, what was in alignment from their experience, what was not in alignment from their experience, where I was on track, what was normal. They could share all of those things. So I didn't have to wonder, am I crazy? I didn't have to ask, am I doing it right? None of that. I had somebody to be able to go to. People who aren't growing, people who aren't challenging themselves, people who haven't done what it is you're striving for, they're going to have all kinds of things to say. And some of those are going to be questions on why you're even doing this. So their ambivalence and their negative commentary can easily become yours. And what I'm suggesting is that you guard your mind, you guard your time, you guard your energy, and you have in your network those who have accomplished what you're seeking to do. And if something has never been done before, period, then find others who have done something that's never been done before. Find them speak to them, develop a relationship with them. It's going to matter for your experience and it's going to encourage motivation to keep going. Finally, number eight, this may be the hardest one. (laughs) Big smile. Bring the fun. Yep. In the midst of doing difficult things or counterintuitive things, bring the fun. Let it be easy. Have an attitude of lightness about it. Let it be awkward or clumsy or even ridiculous if that's what it feels like in the moment. Laugh at yourself. I tell you, these three days of running, I've just been laughing at myself about how much resistance was there and how much I really just needed to get out of my own way and that it's okay, it's not comfortable. Just kind of laughing at all of it, letting it be lighter. It didn't have to be anything. I simply wanted to keep going. If you aren't motivated, you're human and it's normal, but ask yourself, what are you instead? What is in the way right now? Which of these tools do you want to start with to nurture more motivation or experience motivation more often? Here they are again. Number one, know your purpose and the purpose of your action. Only proceed if it's in alignment. Number two, make decisions in advance and have your own back. Number three, hold yourself accountable publicly. Number four, write down your gains daily or weekly. Number five, surround yourself with people who are growing and challenging themselves. Number six, move your body daily. Number seven, know someone who's done what you are longing for. 
so that they can be a source of motivation, support, or at least tell you if you're on track or not. And number eight, bring the fun. You didn't miss out. You're not the only one without motivation or with a shortage of it. You're normal. And other people think that you have it better. You can laugh at that too. Other people think you have it better and you have the answers and you have the secrets and you got the special sauce. Just as you may think that about others. If you buy into the concepts that were presented today, that we've talked about or covered today, you're going to have more motivation because you're generating it for yourself. You're doing the things to encourage it, both to show up and to stick around. And you've got a plan and the ability to keep going when motivation takes a day off or when it hasn't come around for a while. It doesn't deter you. It doesn't affect you. You continue to go. I am sending you all so much love and I'll see you next time. Ciao. Create clarity and simplicity with all of your marketing so that the people you serve know how you can help them. As a StoryBrand certified guide, I help physicians create this to launch or grow any type of business. Sign up for a consult call with me at georgemdcoaching.com.